2: A few weeks ago, we released an episode of this podcast talking to the National Commander of the American Legion, Daniel C. Hafer. Well, on that same day, I also got the chance to speak with the Tennessee Department Commander of the American Legion, Lanny Culver. I had met Mr. Culver on one occasion in the past. He's a very tall man. When he speaks, you feel his passion for helping
1: our nation's veterans. So I looked him up on Facebook. And so he was in such and such unit. He was in Iraq when I was there. He said, Mama, I'm going down there. He didn't know that guy. But he went down there. He got up off that couch and he tried to be the one and he went down there and he talked to the SWAT sergeant that was in charge of the scene. I mean, the guy had already retreated to the bathroom where he was going to do suicide by cop. You know, those aren't recorded as suicides. They're not, Josh. But he was going to do suicide by cop. And my friend Landon Damesworth, he went into that house. He got the SWAT sergeant to let him in. And he went into that house, and he talked his brother out. He didn't know him from Adam. He lied his way in there, but he, he was the one. He got him out. And, you know, and they brought the guy out in cuffs. They did. But the guy told him as he went by, he said, if it hadn't been for Sergeant so-and-so and old Damesworth here, y'all would have never got me out of there. This is...
2: Tomorrowtown, Tennessee. This is the podcast that tells the stories of the people who call the Tennessee Valley home. We examine the issues we're all facing and we talk to those working on solutions. I'm Josh Rowe. I'll be your host for this journey. My conversation with Lanny Culver happened on a Saturday afternoon at American Legion Post 81 in Cleveland, Tennessee, as Culver was traveling through East Tennessee with the American Legion's National Commander. We talked about several issues, including the Veterans Suicide Crisis.
1: I started out the year going around and telling everybody about the uh, National Suicide Crisis number 988, and if you're a veteran, press extension 1. I was going around promoting the, uh, the big push for the year, which was be the one. All right? Be the one. Be the one to save a veteran from suicide. Be the one to listen. Be the one to notice when your friend is not acting right. Be the one to be there and help them and get them the help that they need. And I, I, I went around and I told everybody at the meetings when I first started out, I said, I want somebody to tell me before this year is over that they were the one. And I'm happy to say I do have, uh, I know of four absolute cases where a legionnaire was the one. And there's one of the guys in here today, uh, at at this event here today, that was the one to save a veteran from suicide. It's very important. Uh, So, you know, we're doing it. And like uh, the national commander said, we are changing lives. We've always changed lives. We changed lives with the the, uh, GI Bill, and we change lives now. But now we're taking on the task of really trying to save lives. And across the nation, we are doing it.
2: When you travel the state of Tennessee and you talk to veterans, what are the issues that you're hearing are on their minds these days?
1: Well, you know, a lot of people are having trouble with their uh, VA disability claims. And a lot of them have tried to take care of those claims themselves. So we always try to hook them up with their county veteran service officer. Every county in the state of Tennessee as a veteran service officer. Uh, And if you had a bad experience with that one, you give me a call and I'll hook you up with another veteran service officer that can take care of your problems for you and help you get what you deserve. You know, the VA has a habit of turning down claims. And just a couple of years ago at our national convention, we recognized some people that were whistleblowers that told us that they were required to refuse claims uh, if they wanted to keep their jobs. So we're, you know, we're trying to stop that and we're trying to, uh, improve the situation for people because a lot of those issues are what leads to veteran suicide. You know, they know they have a disability and they know that it's service connected and they feel like they've done everything they can to to get what's rightfully theirs, but they're refused by the VA. Uh, So, uh, you know, and it causes some people to to commit suicide. So we're trying to overcome that, too, and we're doing our best to get the word out to everybody, uh, you know, that we're here to help you. Uh, You know, we helped create that monstrosity called the VA uh, back after World War I. We were responsible for... for, uh, combining 30 different government agencies where you had to go and try to find the right agency and the right person to help you we had that all put together on one roof called the veterans administration and now it's gotten so big that uh, it's very impersonal so we try to put it back on a personal level by having the county veteran service officers and for the veterans in the county most of them know that guy anyway or that girl you know so They feel like they've got a friend that's on their side, and that's what we're trying to promote. And uh, that is one of the key things to keeping suicide down is by not getting the veterans frustrated and thinking that nobody cares.
2: Yeah, when you mentioned that the whistleblower thing, I don't think I've heard that specifically. So there are people inside the VA who were saying that they were told to, Yes. yeah, wow.
1: Yes, and they were awarded uh, on the national stage at national convention by the American Legion for coming forward and making that known. Um, and, uh, and doing something about it. And with that, we were able to get some things done about it. Now, you know, there's still bad apples everywhere, all right? But we've, we've, uh, we've come a long way from where we were just a few years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: When you think about, you know, the state of Tennessee and kind of uh, where, you know, we we have a, uh, a robust veterans community here who, who really, you know, they're very involved. Uh, they they um, do amazing work, uh, not with just veterans around, around the, the area, but you know, other nonprofits and charities. And, 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 and we see that time and time again, but just because we see those who are doing well, doesn't mean they're all doing well, right? How, what's your advice to other veterans to maybe help the ones who, who maybe, you know, you haven't heard from in the last few weeks or, or months or, or, or the ones that you do see out there that you think might be struggling a little bit?
1: Look, buddy checks. It's all about buddy checks. Call your friends. You know, I, I was driving uh, to, to Knoxville to start this tour this week, and I had a man call me. He'd been a 32-year member of a post up in Nashville. And I reached out to him a month or two ago because he hadn't paid his dues. I said, brother, what's up? You know, and he called me back. And he said, I'm, I'm happy you talked to me. His wife talked to me for a while. I appreciate you calling and asking me about. You know, I'm doing okay. I've fallen a few times. But it's buddy checks, you know, you, you've got friends. And keep your eyes on your friends. Josh, I don't, don't know you very well, but I bet you if you were having a struggle, you know, a struggle, I'd be able to detect that. Okay? But you've got to come forward and you've got to talk to your friends, you know. So uh, it's not a one, one, uh, one thing fixes all and it's, there's no one solution. It's a group effort from all of the veterans. The veterans in your community need to know what's going on. And here in this community and in the neighboring community, you know, Cleveland and Chattanooga, uh, they're both very good. They both have very strong veterans communities, veterans organizations. They have a lot of local support here in Cleveland. I can't say enough, you know, the mayor is really super. Uh, I met him a couple of times and I had lunch with him and he backs this post. And the post itself has, has been through a transformation process in the last few years. It's got new leadership, its had its membership has grown by about 25% in in just barely over a year. Uh, They've added 25 new members since the 1st of July. You know, that's great, that's fantastic. But you know what it tells me though, is that they're getting involved in the community. They're getting up off the couch. They're not sitting there watching TV all day. They're getting out in the community and they're talking to people and they're helping people. And that's what it takes. That's what it takes. Everybody can help. Every veteran that's not a member of a veteran service organization needs to be a member. Look, they say, oh, I don't have time. My kids are in baseball. You know, my daughters, my granddaughters playing soccer. Look, 90% of our members never go to the first meeting or do anything to help. But if we didn't have that 90% to give us the voice that we have, then, you know, we would be in trouble. We would be irrelevant. But, you know, there is something that that guy, that has too much to do with his family and he's working and he's got kids and he's got grandkids. You know, there is something he can do. He can get on our Voter Voice program and help our legislative agendas, okay? Go to legion slash legislative slash action. Sign up for Voter Voice. Sign up for action alerts. It takes you about a minute or so to get registered to do that. And then when we have a legislative item that comes up, it takes you about 30 seconds to send letters to both of your senators and your congressmen. And you can do it every day. And your wife can do it. And your teenage son can do it. And your father can do it. Everybody can do it. Everybody can go on that site and they can get involved and they can help in this crisis that we're having. And they can help the veterans of this country who've tried to help keep you free.
2: Yeah, yeah. One of the things that I I find helpful is I will keep a a list, right? And just start the list. And every day or so, call somebody. Right. Text somebody. Right. When I'm on the list, start again. And and just, you know, so that you know the people in your circle, people that you know, there's somebody around that at least is checking on you. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Somebody cares. You got to make sure they know that we do. You know, I care about you, brother. You know, you, you might have lost your wife. You know, your child might have died in an accident. There's no telling, okay? But look, you got to know that somebody's there for you. And you gotta take, got take the time to make sure that your buddies are okay. You know, even our posts across the state that don't do anything, they do buddy checks. They call their friends that are in the Legion and say how are you doing, they go by and visit them. That's a buddy check. You know, it just takes a second, and it could save somebody's life. You could call at the right time. You know, the gentleman that's in the other room, we were calling people, uh, doing a revitalization of a district. And we were calling people, you know, saying, hey, man, uh, we need to move you into a local post. Get your support on the lowest level. And he called a guy. And, and the guy told him, look, brother, he said, it don't even matter. He said, it, it, it just doesn't matter. I've, it, I've had enough. I'm, you know, it's, it's that day. And, and my friend had enough uh, intuition and experience to know to talk to him. And he talked to him for almost an hour. And he followed up with him the next day. And he took him and got him help. And he saved that man's life. And he stays in contact with him now. You know, I had another Veteran that told me about his situation. He was sitting on the couch. He was an expired member. And I called him up and I said, look, I, I see you remember for a couple of years. I seem to remember you. I mean, what happened? He said, well, they just weren't doing anything, man. The post just wasn't doing anything, and I don't want to be a part of nothing. I said, you know, we got talking to him, and I ended up finding out I had a house in the town he lived in. I said, he said, oh, you got a house down here? He said, well, well you probably know what happened last week. I said, uh, no, man, what happened last week? He said, look, he said, I was sitting on my mother's couch, and I was listening to the scanner, so you know he's in the country. I was listening to the scanner and it came across that there was an incident where a veteran had shot at a cop. And the SWAT team was there and the house was surrounded. The guy was barricaded inside the house, okay? And he's listening to it. Of course, the guy, they came across the air saying who the guy was and asking if anybody knew him, come and talk to him, you know? So he looked him up on Facebook and he said, Oh, he was in such and such unit. He was in Iraq when I was there. He said, Mama, I'm going down there. He didn't know that guy. But he went down there, he got up off that couch, and he tried to be the one, and he went down there. And he talked to the SWAT sergeant that was in charge of the scene. I mean, the guy had already retreated to the bathroom where he was gonna do suicide by cop. You know, those aren't recorded as suicides. They're not, Josh. But he was gonna do suicide by cop. And my friend Landon Damesworth, he went into that house. He got the SWAT sergeant to let him in. And he went into that house and he talked his brother out. He didn't know him from Adam. He lied his way in there, but he, he was the one. He got him out. And you know, and they brought the guy out in cuffs. They did. But the guy told him as he went by, he said, if it hadn't been for Sergeant so-and-so and old Damesworth here, y'all would have never got me out of there. Look, he was, he was you know, a sniper. He could have killed that cop. He shot at him. He could have killed that cop. He didn't want to kill anybody. He wanted to die himself. But it took Landon getting up off his couch where he was minding his own business and putting his life at risk to save somebody, and he did it. You know, so that's what Be the One's about. That's what it's about. Those are true stories, you know. And it makes me tear up and i tell about it and talk about it. You know, now Landon is an active member of a post I used to be a commander of, and he's a writer. He's making a difference. You know, but you can make a difference. Everybody can make a difference. All you got to do is call your friends. Keep an eye on your friends. Make sure they're okay. If they're not okay, be the one to listen. Be the one to help them. There's lots of help out there for people, and we'll help you if you have a problem. You call me. Anytime you can call me. You know, my number, 731-225-8033. Call me. I'll try to help you. I'll listen to you. You know, so that's what it's about.
2: You are listening to Tomorrow Town, Tennessee. This podcast is a production of News Channel 9 fox chattanooga and sinclair broadcast group chattanooga we hope you join us again real soon